and welcome to another episode of Pictures and Patter. Here today is your host, the one you like the most, and you know that it's this quacker, Adji. Now, I have assembled a couple of panellists that have not only survived a quacker podcast, apparently, they have actually thrived in a <laughs> podcast so much so they have come here. And no, I have not paid them to say this whatsoever. So first up, we've got Kieran Doherty. How are you doing, Kieran? Good. Survived, as you say, uh, and thrived as a result. Exactly. See what I mean? That's what I'm. Do- that's what I do. That's what I do. Never by listening to Truff and Chris Anthony Lopez. I mean, who even are those people? But anyway, also here to show how much they thrived. Please welcome Erin Michael. Hello. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Now, folks, right at the top, we're going to be introducing what we're going to be doing. This is a draft show. We are talking about the best comedic actors. Yes, actors that you may have seen on TV, film, or wherever you want. Actors in general that are just downright funny. What we have done is we have done a round system where we have been given one pick in each round, and we have got to debate who is the best pick out of them all. Before we get into the show, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it these days. I'm just going to say MySpace people because God knows they will come <laughs> back. Uh, but make sure you follow us at Picks and Patter. Now, the channels have not been updated at, as frequently recently, and that's because David, our Lord and Saviour, unfortunately has been a bit under the weather at the moment, just to say mildly. However, he is on the mend and we wish him a good recovery and we are going to be back on all the socials, so make sure you're following us on all of them, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also, wherever you're listening to this, make sure you are subscribed. Now that I've got all the housekeeping out the way for the podcast, should we do the housekeeping for how this draft is going to work? Yeah, absolutely yeah i think that'd be quite handy for everyone involved as well I know, I know. yeah like for the listeners not us we, we we know we know we know what we're doing we, we, yeah yeah just, just for them well that's the thing do we actually know what we're doing Quack. yeah Shh. We don't okay. right let, let me let me let me just go to ikea page and get these instructions out so <laughs> What we have, we have got three rounds where we have got to pick the funniest person we can in each of those rounds. So we've all had one pick and added on travel. Don't need to read that bit out. Okay, so in each round, we are going to give ourselves an allotted time. So should we say 30 seconds of an allotted time where we are going to present our comedian? And we've got to say why they should be the ultimate pick in each round. Afterwards, we are going to throw it out, because we like to call ourselves a democratic podcast, well, apart from David, but we call ourselves a democratic (laughs) podcast. We are going to be putting up on the socials who, and you are all going to get a chance to vote on who your favourite is. However, because we are the overlords and we know best, I can speak for... Uh, maybe Erin on that front, Kieran and I, we just show up when we feel like it. Um, we are going <laughs> to decide amongst ourselves which is the best. But if you disagree with it, go ahead and vote. We don't care. We'll just see what happens. So, without further ado, Kieran, oh. you have got ah. 30 seconds. I didn't know I had 30 seconds. That's... 
See, that's why I said we just turned up. See, Aaron knew exactly what I said. Chill hang. I said you've got 30 seconds. So I'm going to be timing you and you've got 30 seconds to introduce your round one pick starting from now. Okay, so my round one pick is Jason Mantzoukas. He's not really a household name, but... Uh, he was in the league, he's in the How Did This Get Made podcast, uh, and you'll know him from plenty of things. He was Derek in uh, in, in The Good Place, he was Pimento in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's one of these uh, comedy actors that just pop up everywhere, and I feel like they all, he always does a great job. I loved him as Feinstein in uh, Parks and Rec, when he was just that... Just that Absolutely abysmal human being. Ah, um, that's time. Thank uh, you very much there. A very well-rounded debate there on that one, don't you think, Erin? It was not bad presentation. It was not bad. It was not I bad. Feel like, I feel like you put me on the spot. I'm, I, I, I didn't do Manzoukas, uh justice. And if I knew I had 30 seconds, I probably would have picked people with less consonants. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Oh dear. Well, there we go. There we go. Erin, I'm going to throw to you and I'm going to give you 30 seconds starting from now. Okay, my pick was Steve Carell, which is a household name. I know him best for uh, such things as The Office and Crazy Stupid Love. That man creates awkward comedy. Like, I can't, there's episodes of The Office I cannot watch because of how awkward it is. He is, um, I think, just one of the best and he makes people absolutely laugh out loud um, and his ad-lib skills are probably one second to none. Um, and yeah, that's and I, time. <laughs> and he's aged like a fine wine. You had to get that one in there. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Okay, folks, now I am going to time myself because I am such a professional. I mean, I'm an honest professional and I'm going to give myself 30 seconds to introduce my pick. So are you ready? Sure. Okay. And you can time if you want. Okay. Okay, my first round pick is Eddie Murphy because why not? End of discussion. Let's move on. So that's all the time <laughs> I needed on that one. Kieran. Kieran and Erin, let's get straight into you. the debate. Let's get straight into the debate. All right, so we do get time to just chat, chat it through. That was yes. Just like a pitch. See, oh yeah, I'm learning things uh, again I because thought, I knew this. You know, I thought we'll give we'll give each other equal time to speak on its own with no interruption, but now we just have the absolute bear pit where we fight for it. So oh, okay. off a school. To the day. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to kick it off by saying, Kieran, you've shot yourself in the foot by saying he is not a household name. So, well, he's not like when when somebody says Jason Manzoukas, people aren't going to be like, "All right, yeah, I know who that is." But if I was to show you a photo of Jason Manzoukas, it would it would be, "Oh yeah, that guy, he is funny." <laughs> That's is one of those. He's one of those sleeper <laughs> hits that just appear everywhere. Um, did you ever watch the league as well? It was that like fantasy baseball thing that was on for like seven seasons and eventually got cancelled because I think one of the guys in it lied about nine eleven, <laughs> and they all just they all just separated themselves from him. Then thought we'll just cancel this show. Um, <laughs> but the league was really funny. He played this uh, like 
absolute monster. He was a, a real despicable person. I think he was... I think he made porn with... Uh, fucking, what's his name? Seth Rogen's character in it. Like, he was this just disgusting human being, but he was just <laughs> such a good foil for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the cast. Because, like, even though they were all funny in their own rights, he, him on the side acted as that sort of uh, that sort of pushback to allow them the chance to be the straight man and uh, and and each each situation, which was which was always kind of funny. And I think that's what he does, like he enhances a lot of comedic situations rather than perpetuates them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, know, you see, I'm not going to lie, I didn't know the name, but when you said Pimento and Gagonera, yeah. I was like, yeah! Yeah, right. Because he, he has funny, like, I don't find funny how everything is so extreme with him, and it's just, like, so trivialized and so normalized with him. And I don't want to, like, promote another podcast so openly, but I do love it. It was, like, my second in my Spotify rap. Um it was uh, how did this get made? He makes that with Paul Shear and June Diane Raphael, uh, and they like they'd basically do what we do. They, we, they just talk about films. <laughs> I can't see him as being super sleazy on Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's, 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 he's like he's, he's just he plays it too well, and I think that's like people have like an aversion to. Like him because they associate him with such despicable characters, but yeah. apparently he's just like a really nice guy. Uh, he just plays those characters really well. Even on Big Mouth, uh, he voices oh, that Jay. Um, so he's 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 everywhere, uh, and I feel like he just enhances all all the comedy that he's in at the time. Yeah. Okay, now Aaron, Steve Carell for you. Like, talk to us. Talk to us. I know I was being mean about the thirty seconds, but I thought I will I will have a, a sanctioned aside where there's no interruption. But now you can have your you can argue for your case more often. So Erin, Steve Carell, talk to us more. I think he's a classic and he's underrated. He's also quite a versatile actor. If anyone's seen The Morning Show, we've mm. now seen him as quite like the bad guy and also very sleazy. Um, but I still see him as um, The Office and Michael Scott and um, the episode that I think of is Scott's Tots oh, all the God. time when it's yeah. just most awkward like you, you're you gripping the side of the sofa because you can't actually watch it anymore um, kind of humour and I think that's quite rare to get um, but then he does stuff like the I'm just keep thinking of the scenes that I like snorting laughing and the one in Crazy Stupid Love when he gets attacked at the end and all the worlds start to collide and that's um, oh, so good <laughs> and th- these are just like moments in film and TV history where you're just like I wish I could re-watch that for the first time again even the Scots Tots I every time I re-watch The Office I skip that episode but I wish I could watch that one for the first time to live that horrificness that was that episode that was still <laughs> just so funny um, and obviously bloody despicable me he is oh. the voice of one of my favourite cartoons as well mm-hmm. um, and he's a great voice actor, he's a great comedy actor, I think he's a well-rounded funny guy who is aged like a 
fighting fighting like I've said before. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, the thing about this vote is that just to preface it as well, we can't vote for our own draft picks. We got picks for something else. However, with that said, I'm gonna say that I know I said oh, why not about Eddie Murphy, but seriously, can you give an arg? Can any of you give a logical argument against Eddie Murphy winning this draft round? Uh thought so. I, no, it's just. To to borrow from his his own stand up, what what have you done for me lately? <laughs> um, like it's like he was good uh, in in the sort of eighties and nineties, I think, and now he's for me he's kind of faded into obscurity. Um, what do you mean? I, I'd like I just I've not seen him in anything that's been too enjoyable like in recent years, so I. Uh, uh, I uh, I just uh, I, I don't know. Like I, I liked I liked a lot of his stuff, and I do appreciate his his voice acting work uh, in in the nineties. Um, I mean, some the, of it's aged badly. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but you can say that about a lot of actors. I mean, true. There's probably going to be a new strike coming out. I'm not going to include coming to I mean, like number two America. I'm not going to include that one. I'm not going to embarrass myself. But coming <laughs> to America, the original one, Doctor Doolittle, Nutty the uh, Nutty Professor, um, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Eddie Murphy Raw. I, I, like there's so much to name. This guy is an absolute, and yeah. I'll be honest with you, if this was a Mount Rushmore show, that man will be going up there, no problem at all. I mean, it would be fair. I'm just, I was just, at, uh, like, I was just giving my opinion uh, to the contrary. Raw, I loved Raw when I first watched it. We tried to watch Raw uh, about maybe five years ago, and it's such a difficult watch now. Um, some of it's just just hard to take. So I feel like he's very he's very of a, of that period, and then. But Norbert is wholesome. I didn't like Norbert. What? <laughs> no, I didn't like Norbert. Just look, I've I've got his his I'm like his his filmography up just now, and since Shrek, since Shrek. Doctor Doolittle, I didn't like. Pluto Nash, I didn't like. Daddy Daycare, uh, Norbit, didn't like. Didn't even like the third Shrek. Meet Dave, didn't like. Uh, Tower Heist, rubbish. Uh, it, I liked him in Dolomite is my name. That that film was rad. I did I did really like him in that. Um, but everything else, it it was very. It was just a nothing burger for me (laughs) (laughs) oh fair play fair play but however and i just yeah i just feel he is right up there and yeah um that's why i picked him round round number one so folks with that being said we are gonna move on to a vote kieran apart from your vote who is gonna go in as the rent winner, your winner for round one? Uh, if I can't pick mine, and I've such, I've had such an impassioned 
thing against Eddie Murphy. How dare you? Um, I'll say Steve Carell. Uh, it's had more of an effect on me, and his effect has been more lasting on me. Um, and he, he continues to do like solid work. Um, so I would pick Steve Carell. Unfortunately, sorry, Quack. Well, my vote is going to be, despite you're stabbing me in the back, my vote is going to be for Jason Manzoukas. And I'm not going to yeah. lie, I'm not going to lie, like, because I never heard of Jason like that, I was probably going to vote more Steve Carell because you know me, I just don't know everything. I thought it was one of these <laughs> obscure people that I don't know. But I actually like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I like Pimento. So um, the only thing I can think of is Steve Carell that I've watched and enjoy what was it a 40 year old virgin as well oh yeah he was in that. he was 40 year old virgin and also uh anchorman um he's brick tamlin wasn't he oh so, yeah i didn't even think of it like in my in my steve carell sort of thought there i just didn't even consider anchorman yeah <laughs> so that was my kind of thinking but when i think about it i have enjoyed anchorman more so I'm not Anchorman, the Brooklyn Nine Nine more. So my vote is for Jason Manzurkin, only because I can't vote for Eddie Murphy. Erin, what is your Hello. vote for? I I am probably gonna go for um, Jason Manzurkin as well. I think um, he's my favorite out of both. Of I'm sorry. But it's is, true. is this revenge for my wife and kids? What is going on here? <laughs> just a bit more relatable at the moment. I mean, yeah, I, I, I see that. This isn't the Mount Rushmore. It's just we're, we're just separating. Also, do you admit that Eddie Murphy would go into the Mount Rushmore of comedic actors? I think. I feel so. like, I think yeah, it would be probably. Fair. Yeah. See, there you go. I'll take that one. Folks at home, how would you have voted that? Go onto our socials and vote your way now. Make it happen. And then tell <laughs> these two psychics that I accidentally booked. They still thrive under a Quacker podcast. And tell them what's right, that Eddie Murphy should have won it. But hey-ho, we'll get justice. Folks, we're going to move on to round two. And as such... As we move up rounds, we're going to add an extra 30 seconds onto the allotted time. Mm. So, Erin, you had the first choice in round number two. What is your choice? And you've got one whole minute to present your case. Okay, one whole minute. Bloody hell, that's quite, that's quite a while. Okay. You don't have to use all the time. Okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm giving uh, up. You ready? I'm ready. Ah, uh, your timer starts now. For round two, I've picked Jake Johnson, which is probably, he's best known for New Girl. He's known for a lot of other things, but New Girl's probably what he would be, as as I said before, a household name before. Uh, I've picked him because of his ad love skills, um, and you see it a lot on um, New Girl. A lot of the fights that they have are like, super um what's that called natural um, yeah. and that's because like all being ad-libbed um it's not scripted and he's just shouting absolute nonsense at people and it doesn't make sense and that is probably some of the funniest lines out of new girl are his as well as schmidt but hey ho 
I've picked Jake. And yeah, um, what else is uh, he's gone alongside uh, Aubrey Plaza? And I think if you can work with her com- comedically, you can probably work with anyone. Um, so yeah, Jake Johnson was my and, he, and he's pretty hot. Uh, I think that that works for me. So you know, that's my pick. Thank you very much. That was quite on time there. Thank you very much for that. And now we're going to move on to Kieran to introduce his pick. Uh, yeah. Ready? Off you go. Uh, my second pick is a more uh, classic one. It's Robin Williams. Um, and like I think it speaks for itself. Uh, comedically, absolutely amazing. Uh, again, also a prolific ad-libber. Uh, and uh, even dipping into like serious roles he brings a, like a, a humor and earnestness to them that i think benefits them largely um and i recently watched the birdcage <laughs> and i thought it was i thought it was such a good performance even though the the things were a wee bit problematic at times like i thought it was such a good performance it was just fresh in my brain uh and my mum will probably tell you that he uh his whole vibe formed a lot of how, how i behaved as a child um so she probably uh, thought I should have said him first, I guess. <laughs> Thank you very much there. Again, very timely on these ones. I'm liking it, folks. We're looking um, at the timer, man. <laughs> you're, I know you're very, very, very on point, you two. Okay, so now I'm going to introduce my person and I will take my minute this time around. So, Quacker, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> My pick is Rowan Atkinson. This is a completely unique approach to comedy that is just absolutely brilliant. It's just his facial expressions and his mannerisms and how he carries it. How this man can carry so many series of Mr Bean and get a movie and carry it without really talking and just carrying his face around and just making those expressions. Rat Race. He was playing an Italian um, man from Napoli who was going to work. It's a race. I love that. Uh, also, uh, in Johnny English, one of my favourite movie series is absolutely fantastic. And all three of them. So, and it's quite rare to find a movie that is so good and so funny in three series. I mean, just look at Fast and the Furious, but hey ho, it is what it is. So, that is why. Oh yeah, at the Olympics when he opened it with one note playing, that's my timer. I've gone over. So, folks, let's bring it all together. We have got we've got Jake Johnson, Robin Williams, Aaron Atkinson. Let the fighting commence. <laughs> Get him! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to fight, but I'm not gonna lie, Kira, you're a bit of a dick with that pick. <laughs> uh, he's he's a titan. I couldn't help it. He's he's just so I don't know. He's just so likable. Uh, anytime we saw like Aladdin, Mrs. Doubtfire, he was just he was on such a roll for a while. Hook, he was great as Pan and Hook. Uh, and I loved yeah, him in Dead but... Poets Society as well. I thought uh, he really deserved that nomination uh, for the Oscar. Robin Williams is a definite Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I would say. 
yeah, I, even I can't. I mean, I can sit here and vehemently disagree as much as possible purely because it's Kieran, but uh, <laughs> it, it, sometimes the facts have got to overrule the 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 emotions and the romance not that we're romantic but hey he'll give it a chance um so it's just one of those things but yeah erin are you gonna fight for jake johnson at all i feel like i can't fight i, I just love him in new girl but i can't fight over like those two especially robin williams like, I, f- I feel like there is no fight but i also Adore Mr. Bean. Exactly. Uh, but did you know there was only fifteen episodes? That's wild. Yeah, I thought it was like more than hundreds. Yeah. I feel like I saw hundreds of them, but it was I think only that 15. speaks to its like its lasting sort of impact. You you feel like it ran forever, but it's just it was just always consistently good. So what? it was just always there. <laughs> yeah, there was a spy film he did semi recently. Yeah, Johnny English. That's on. Thank you. A yeah. classic. I love Johnny English. Love it. Absolutely love I, it. Also, like Ron Atkinson, and he has the tiniest bit part in Love Actually, and it's oh, yeah. just perfect. Like it's just absolute Ron Atkinson. Uh, Blackadder as well. So much like the 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 guy's an icon. He's a titan, really. What are the? He's the British icon. Yeah. I also do really like Jake Johnson. Like when you picked him, I was like, "Oh, of course!" Like he's great in New Girl. He's a great voice actor as well. Um, mm-hmm. I do like him in, in that. Uh, what, what that film with Aubrey Plaza? I can't remember what it's called. Is it Driving Safely? I should have Drive, checked. Uh, something Is like it that. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, folks, I can see where this is going. Should we put it to vote? <laughs> Uh, Kieran, first of all, who's your vote for? <laughs> uh, like the the reminiscing about Mister Bean there made me want to pick Rowan Atkinson. It wouldn't have been a pick that I would have made, but just reminding me of him uh, in ways that uh, I've I've had to I've had to vote for him. Okay, thank you very much. Now, Erin, who is your vote for? That's such a difficult one. They're both like comedy royalty and they're both quite I don't know quite similar in their comedy I think um, that's fair actually but, uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking Christmas is coming up I am going to be putting on Mrs Doubtfire so I, I, I will probably um, go for Love and Millions fair play fair play that's who I was going to vote for myself personally to be fair so um yeah. As as a Robin Williams taking the TKO on that one. Whoop, whoop. Right. Hello. Help is on the way. Wow! 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 He's just so good. He's so is, good. Is Mrs. Dartfire a Christmas kind of to movie? Me, it's the same vibe as like Harry Potter, the Christmas film. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was asking there. this in work. Like, what are your favourite sort of? Like winter films, like the films that you watch at Christmas that aren't necessarily Christmas. Yeah. Are Die is Die Hard a Christmas film for That's you? That's a Christmas film, yeah, for sure. It's a set oh, Christmas. I, it's, a, it's a driving part of the plot. <laughs> but I feel like anything because I grew up obviously grew up without bloody streaming stuff. So it's like yeah. any film that STV or Channel Four had during Christmas, so like yeah. 
all the Harry Potters, Mrs. Doubtfire. You know that I miss that wholesomeness about it. Like you yeah. accidentally you accidentally like stumbled upon it. It's like, oh cool. Oh, it's like that's what I, I do miss about it. it. Yeah. Like I yeah. used to as well, like on the run up to Christmas, the paper would give you the Christmas sort of oh, supplement. And I would yeah. go through it and plan my Christmas watching. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was perfect. Boxing day films. Yeah. Oh, oh, what a time to be alive. Perfect. Oh, folks, we're we're reminiscing. It's the season. It is the season, <laughs> folks. With that said, we're going to move on to the final round, round three. Okay, so in this case, what we're going to do is we're going to kick off with Kieran. Oh, again, who did that? Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, hang on a second. Right, okay, I'm ready. Uh, is that a minute again? We're going to give you a minute and a half. Feel free to use it. I probably won't need it. Um, But. But. Bumper. Off you go. Uh, Cool. Uh, My third and final pick is Tina Fey. Um, And this is mostly driven by 30 Rock. It's one of my favourite comedies. she was a writer on it, uh, and she acted on it. Of course, um, it's just, just one of my favourite comedy TV shows. So it had to be, it had, she had to be mentioned. But she's also had like such a great impact on current comedies as well, like or or sort of popular comedies with the uh, with Mean Girls as well, uh, and which is getting a resurgence. Um, but she did like. Dub, like she, she, she was in a Ghibli film. She was in the dub of a Ghibli film as well, the uh, Ponyo one. Um, so I feel like she, anytime it's kind of like Manzuka. It's anytime she pops up, I'm always happy she's there. Um, mm. uh, and uh, I feel like she's uh, a great comedic writer. Um, even if she doesn't deliver it as good, uh, I feel like uh, just having her on the writing team is is excellent. Okay. Thank you very much there. I mean, just under time there, so we'll take that, we'll take that. Thank you very much for that well-rounded opening there. <laughs> Erin, we're going to move on to you. You're going to have a minute and a half to talk your way through. You ready? Go for it. Off you go. So, I, on similar veins, Tina Fey, I've kind of counterpart Amy Poehler. Um, I think she's just fab. I think I've watched her growing up for bloody ages she's known very well for uh, Parks and Rec which is just a classic um, comedy that sits alongside I think The Office in Brooklyn Nine-Nine is that kind of bubble of um, polarity uh, but she's like again Bean Girls she's the hot mum she always makes me giggle it's like what's, what's the 411 girls um, and uh, what else am I thinking of uh, oh, my favourite films have gone out the bloody window I think she's just brilliant. Again, her ad lib, I think I hold such a weight in the idea of ad lib and how good they are as like how that translates into how they good at how good are they at comedy. <clears throat> Bloody hell. Thingy all over the place. It mm. translates to how good they are at comedy, the ad lib, I think. Um and she is also in one of my favourite favourite T V shows. Um and I think a film is Wet Hot American Summer. Um, where all these adults are playing these teenagers, horny, horny teenagers, and she is just so good in that. Um, and for 
a woman in comedy I think she translates to different characters really well and she's also transitioned um, back and forth to being like that mum character and I feel like some actresses bloody when they reach the age of 35 they become a mum and they never come back from it but she's managed to bounce back and forth into all these different character types and I think that's fab thank you very much there yeah that was time there thank you very much there getting those ones in okay now we're going to move on to my pick so I'm going to give myself a minute and a half to talk about the wonderful Mike Myers Mike Myers need I say anymore Austin Powers all the Austin Powers franchise that sells it in itself there we don't um don't need to go any further than that but uh, in itself why why don't we move on to Wayne's World as well that's another one that you can put up there as Mike Myers' finest work, as well as Shrek. Yes, he does play Shrek, mm. the main character, the main title character. It's actually quite scary how much you can put on like a very tip- stereotypical Scottish accent in that sense, and also an English accent um, for Austin Powers for obvious reasons. So, yes, he, for me, should be created on the Mount Rushmore or wherever you want. This should be the final draft pick. Plus, I need to take at least one W, so that's <laughs> that's that's a main reason. So yeah, Mike Myers number one. There we go, folks. Discuss. <laughs> I do agree with you on Mike Myers there, like because he's like he. Can we also kind of mention the impact SNL has on this comedy because like we've had oh, Eddie Murphy we've mm-hmm. had Amy Poehler Tina Fey and Mike Myers mm-hmm. um, that's it's just just produces quite a lot of uh, ongoing enduring talent and I think that's that, some something needs to be said about that mm-hmm. I really don't know how Pete oh god what's his name what, what what's his Pete name Davidson thank you I don't know how yeah. he's going to play into this like picture of comedy brilliance like just yeah. because yeah. it's SNL uh, maybe it's just the new vibe of what SNL's become but I'm just well that's the thing because I do watch like Nick Cannon's Wild and Out uh, uh-huh. I, I do like that show and he didn't really stand out on the show and neither did I mean there's quite a few people on that show that have gone on to greats like um, uh, Matt Rife is another one um, oh god Becky Day is now hosting uh, as a cake show, which is so bizarre, but he does well at doing that. I've seen one of the shows because my partner was watching it. But um, yeah, like Pete Davidson just never shone out to me in that show. Yeah. So it's it's quite bizarre, but hey ho, I digress. Mike Myers was always like a standout, and I think that's why he became so popular around that time. He's he is just such a good caricaturist, I guess. Like is what mm-hmm. he what he does. Like because he's he's so good at just mimicking or 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 just becoming that sort of larger than life character. Um, so I think he was a good pick. Mm-hmm. Now, just for context, Mike Myers did start out on SNL in 1989. Hey. Uh, yeah, 1989. When I was born. Oh. 
that, that's the year I was born, exactly. It's the year after I was born. Oh, there you go. See, I'm an old man. I'm a your old man. Yeah. We're we're old people. We're all old. But yeah, um, like that just shows you how span his his work is, and the chances are there's going to be another Shrek coming out, so that'll be another opportunity for him to do more. Oh, well, so, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> was that exactly? There you go. See, see. Oh, all makes sense now. Oh, all makes all sense. You're just a big Shrek, Shrek. fan. <laughs> it's just a coincidence shall we say yeah yeah it's just a coincidence if i'd picked antonio banderas or something then you would have you would have had a a claim to stake on that one but no it's what i I do like uh i do like amy poehler as well even though i that went for Tina Fey. I, like, just when you said Jack, uh, Jake Johnson, uh, when you factored in the fact that he was also hot, like I also kind of had a crush on Tina Fey, so that's yeah, why no. I went. <laughs> that was the te- that was the decider, and I didn't want to talk about it. I was like, <laughs> right, okay, uh, I feel like that says too much about me. Um, but yeah, uh, Amy Poehler is just such a great performer. I think um, I, I feel it's yeah. a perfect pick. Um, Against Both the Tina Fey one. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have, like, I think, helped women in comedy because I think sometimes it really can come across painful. Like, Amy Schumer, for example. Oh, God. I don't like her humour. <laughs> I don't think she's that funny. And it that kind of humour is what people think of when they do, like, oh, she's just, like, a bloody act, comedian actress, doesn't really count. Yeah. Um, but both of those women are very talented writers. Um, I think they both probably produce now, and I think they're both incredible. And it's amazing that they're a double act as well. I know it's um, the like the Amy Schumerification of women's comedy oh. is just such a detriment. But like, I, like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey hosting the I think was it the Golden Globes? Oh, um, it was just so good. Um, I, I feel that they they, they even work really good like they were in sisters together as well yes. they were in something else weren't they something about a baby oh baby mama aye that one yeah. um so they, they work really well together um uh and uh, they, they play off each other really well so there's a lot of complimentary uh yeah, comedy there no, absolutely well folks see on that front we are going to move on to a vote now i'm going to cast my first vote and I'm going to go purely on because of what I've seen and also the way the arguments were going. My vote is going to be for AB Polar. Oh, Erin, who's your vote for? I'm going to stick with the woman. I'm going to go for Tina Fey. <gasps> Kieran, you're on a roll tonight. <laughs> I know, I kind of didn't think I would get, well, get the votes. Kieran, um, are you going to make it a stalemate? Oh. Or are you going to go one way or the other? I feel... <laughs> what what would we do in the event of a stalemate? Well, then the audience have got the ultimate choice. <gasps> oh, okay. In that case, 
I was going to pick uh, this one anyway. I w- I'm going to have to pick Mike Myers. Uh, I convinced myself of it when I was talking. <laughs> about um, I do love both Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. I think they're stellar. Um, and that's the reason that they're here. Uh, that Like, we both had three to pick and both of them made it into it, you know? And, yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I think that says a lot. Um, Mike Myers is excellent, though. Uh, and I, I feel like he needs to he needs to get his due. Totally fair. Well, folks, thanks very much for that one because at least by you making a stalemate, I wasn't once, twice, three times a loser in, <laughs> in this in this front in this front. But uh, but I will I'll definitely take that. I'll definitely take that. So you all you lovely listeners of pics and patter, pictures and patter, it is up to you who is the third draft pick who is going to be the third winner so all you need to do is vote for either well no not vote for you need to vote for Mike Myers if you feel <laughs> a bit generous and charitable then maybe you want to consider Tina Fey and Amy Poehler only only if you feel charitable but hey ho this isn't the season to be given so <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll move on from that one Folks, make sure you are subscribed and following. Give us a rating. Give us a five-star review. Only five stars is acceptable. If you have any other opinion, then please do inbox it to David Campbell. (laughs) However, do take pity on us because David is not too well at the moment. So, yeah, um, you're you're only bullying an ill person at the moment if you do that. So, if you can live with that, your conscience, then so be it. Isn't that right, Erin? Oh, completely. I mean, to be honest, it's a bit. Uh, I think it, uh, David's just scared that he, he, he we just won't pick his options, and he's feigning illness. Ah, that's right. got to be it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that he does do some devious things for some devious causes. I will give you that. <laughs> It's just a, it's just an excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, <laughs> jury's out there, but the jury is you all <laughs> when you go vote on Instagram, X, Twitter. I don't know what do, what do you all call it? Do you call it Twitter or X? It's Twitter. Twitter. It's, it's Twitter. Twitter. It's Twitter. He's just a twat. Anyway, I move on. So, folks, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Big thank you to Erin Michael. Thank you. And Kira Doherty. Thank you. I am your host. <laughs> These two have thrived under a Quacko podcast, so I'm happy about that. Get to talk to you, Chris Anthony Lopez. Thank you very much <laughs> for listening, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye now. Yeah.